Get ready to transform how you communicate and market, not only in business, but in your life. This is Marketing Matters. For more information on today's show and other topics, visit ryansowers.com. Here's your host, best-selling author and national speaker, Ryan Sowers. Hello again, everyone, and welcome to another Marketing Matters with Ryan Sowers, powered by Artan Gwinnett Magazine. We are broadcasting live on the In Results Radio Network inside the Perimeter Roofing Studio from Country Inn and Suites in beautiful Stone Mountain. But beyond all that, the amazing Anita Lamar is here. She's the owner of Lamar Law Office. Anita, my friend, thanks for bearing with us and welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure. Absolutely. Well, I told you we'd find a way, just like in the courtroom, you got to <laughs> find a way. And we're, we're super excited to hear about you. So let's just start with this a little bit about your background. If you don't know Anita Lamar, a little bit, uh, I guess you have a little Midwest in you. Well, actually, I was born here in Georgia. Okay. Uh, my whole family is from Georgia, oh. Southwest Atlanta, went to North Atlanta High School. I'm a warrior. Uh, Left there, went to West Georgia, graduated in political science, and then I did head to the Midwest for law school. Got I went it. to Oklahoma City on scholarship. Congratulations. Okay, I had it backwards. So, because he went out that way. Um, now, what what city in Oklahoma is that? I just, what what is it near? Oklahoma City. It's the the, the capital. And so it's in Oklahoma. City. I was saying I, that's a city I have been to, so I know exactly where it is because I used to have a bunch of clients in Kansas, and it was a couple hours south. Gotcha. Well, so. What made you decide, you know, political science, a lot of times that leads to legal, you know, um, did you, was there an aha moment when you said, hey, I want to be an attorney? Yeah, actually, uh, it was in high school. I had a high school teacher who came to me and suggested that I join the debate team. Um, and I did in my junior year, and we had a lot of success. We did really well. And having that experience, doing those tournaments, kind of developing arguments for the debate team, really put it in my mind maybe I should look into a career as an attorney nice yeah and so I actually debated while I was at West Georgia as well okay I was on scholarship for that and then once I graduated I worked for a law firm and those three things combined I was like okay that's what that's where I'm supposed to be yes so you enjoyed what you know I'm jumping forward here but what did you what did you love the most about as you in debate or the law firm you worked for in school that made you say hey this is for me I think the opportunity to advocate for those who don't necessarily always have a voice in the justice system, having an opportunity to research, develop ideas, and give them hope was just such a great feeling. It was something I wanted to hold on to. So you really enjoying the human factor of the people you work with? 100%. I've seen your um, phenomenal growth, and we have um, Ashley in the studio today who's uh, doing behind-the-scenes work and giving us advice. So. Well, won't call you Amanda again. So, that shows you. <laughs> so uh, you know, I got to poke a little fun at myself. But no, it's um. So tell me, kind of, you know, the value proposition. When you, your mantra. I know someone's on the website, but what y'all really go after when you're talking about clients, and what y'all are all about, and what's the most important for you in working with those clients. Yeah, absolutely. So we trademark the term legal care. And the idea of it is we aren't just attorneys that represent you in your claim. We really take a, a, a an approach where we develop a relationship with the client. We learn as much about them, their family, and really it leads to a lot of our clients. We have lifelong relationships because we care not only about the outcome, but who you are as an individual. And the idea of the care 
brand that we really exemplify isn't just, you know, it doesn't just end with our client representation. I also use that with my employees. I try to really have sort of an approach where we provide a lot of benefits and a strong culture within the workplace um, because that's just who we are, the care brand. Now, is it called, you said Lamar Care? Atlanta Legal Care. Atlanta Legal Care. So mm-hmm. the, the whole thought process beyond that, you said it got trademarked? Legal care, yes. Legal care, okay. Mm-hmm. Is the whole relationship and just kind of it's kind of like a lifelong, you know, I'm assuming with people coming in, coming back to you time and time again, is that the thought process? Am I reading that right? Yeah, absolutely. And also, you know, we call, we keep strong communication with our clients. We really take a liking to who they are. So how is this case in, in impacting you? Has it impacted you on a, from a work perspective? How are you sleeping? Like just really the whole gambit. So we truly appreciate the impact it's having on So them. very They're similar, like a medical physician you know a holistic approach is what i'm hearing yeah you, health care legal care that's yeah. the idea behind it okay i was making sure i was following i like to think i'm um, i was with you but that's that's awesome so now in terms of people that you know come to you do you find you mentioned earlier that some people just kind of like you said lost in the system not even sure what to do or should they go to court or should they settle or do they have do you just try to give them the best advice up front of because everybody says i'm just going to go to court but that might, I'm, I'm thinking, that might not be the best option. Yeah, that's a good point. A lot of times when a client or a potential client calls our office, they don't really know what to do. They know they've been wronged. They know that they've been injured, but what's next? And so immediately we try to advise them of, you know, the initial steps that are appropriate for their case. And sometimes a lawsuit doesn't make sense. Sometimes it's a situation where if we put together the proper documents, we can get it resolved to you and you never have to walk into a courtroom. That being said, if we need to go into a courtroom, we're ready to litigate. Of course. So it's, it's really a custom um, diagnosis for each client. Oh, yeah. It's definitely tailored case by case. Yeah. So and that's that's what I was getting at is that you're ready to go to court, but possibly there might be some solutions before you you go down that. And you can you can um, you guys, you and your team can take them through every step of the way. Correct. Oh, yeah. We that's I mean, along with that care brand is the idea that we hold your hand every step. So there's not a part of the process where you don't feel like you have someone with you. And a lot of times because of our real tailored approach to each client, we're able to get them strong results without the need to file a lawsuit. Well, I'm a fan um, in terms of everything you and your team I've personally seen is prompt, on top of things, caring, professional. And unfortunately, I give you that it's an A plus, but many people don't, in any profession, they don't hit that promptness and on top of that. So I would I would concur. Um, why, why do you feel, um, that so many people just don't respond or, you know, it's, you know, what, what, even professionally, I have people that just, they forget, they don't respond, they don't see it. Um, but with you guys, it's the exact opposite. Y'all are like on top of things, which I noticed big time. And I, if I was a client or I need you, which I might, um, that means a lot. So I won't even say what other people don't do. How did you just get that instilled in your own company? I mean, how did you make that the super important? Sure. So when I was first deciding to start law practice to go out on my own, I was working for another firm. I sat back and decided, you know, I reflected in what type of attorney am I? Who am I in the legal profession? And I realized that I just have always been 
the attorney that felt passionately about who the client was. And I think that kind of led to us developing processes and procedures that ensure the staying on top of it, the strong communication, the always having a prompt reply to your request. I think those things go hand in hand. I think that is amazing. And uh, I didn't ask, so you, when you finished law school um, and you did you come back to Georgia to work um, with a law firm, or did, were you in Oklahoma or somewhere else? Okay, so <laughs> no. Long question. No, no, no. I actually, initially, after I graduated from law school, I took an offer from a large practice out in Oklahoma. I stayed there for a year, and then I called, I called my dad, and I said, Dad, I don't think I want to stay in Oklahoma. I miss my family. I miss my friends. And he said, pack her up and come home. And so, <laughs> All right. so that weekend, I was on the road headed back home. And I actually drove that weekend. And that Monday, I applied to sit for the Georgia Bar. Oh, wow. So, you know what? That's just a uh, go-getter right there. But, no, I can see that. I mean, being there, as I was explaining, you know, um, very different places in metro Atlanta. You know, and, and uh, not, not in a bad way. It's just very different. No, I'm glad I did it. It was definitely a bit of a culture shock, but it <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> politely, yeah, right. You know, the tornadoes that was a lot yep. to get used to, um, but I'm glad I did it because it gave me a completely different perspective on you know life and seeing things from a different viewpoint mm -hmm. and vantage point. And I don't know if I would have had that if I lived in Georgia my entire life. And I, you're talking to a native who has traveled a ton for business and life, but I'm still. So my wife was like, I've still been in the same area from, so I do think, you know, when I was in those places in the Midwest, it was, it was a different culture. I mean, you know, very different and it was good to explore, but I remember distinctively, you know, the tornadoes and the weather changes and, um, you know, I remember being in Kansas one time and they were like, you know, I hope you have some boots cause it's going to snow a ton tonight. I'm like, what? So they're like, you need to go to the mall or something and guess how long they've been packed for this. Like, that's the way this, that's how weather rolls, you know? Oh yeah. I remember, um, one morning it was snowing tremendously. So I call a classmate and I'm like, Oh, I guess they're going to cancel school. And he's like, what? <laughs> Why it, would they be canceling school? It's just snow. And I'm like, oh, okay. You're like, this is in Georgia with one inch on two eighty five. <laughs> just the threat of snow. The threat of snow. It. We cancel it. You know, my wife was saying she's in digital learning, um, does digital learning now out of the classroom. But now that we have the ability in schools to have quote unquote digital days. Yeah. If they have any trees or anything that could fall down, like, well, this is going to be a digital day. But, <laughs> yeah. but back in our day, it was like, you know, we get flurries and schools canceled. You oh, know, yeah, I remember so those days. For the week. Just schools to be canceled sure. for the week. Exactly. <laughs> you won't need that. All right. So let's talk about some things that you, I know you, you're tied and you do some stuff in the community. Let's talk a little bit about that. Is that important to you? Oh yeah, one of the promises I made to myself uh, when I started this quest to become an attorney was to always give back. Like if I pass the bar, if I live this dream that I have, you have to remember the community you came from. So we have always, since the birth of the practice, always, always had some sort of community involvement. Right now, we just recently ran a contest where we provided um, some financial assistance to a teacher here at Metro Atlanta, doing a lot of great things. We also do a lot of drives for uh, Thanksgiving. We, we fed two families. And then around the holidays, we sponsor a few families providing Christmas gifts. And I only want to do more. Each year, oh. I want to just expand and expand and expand. That's fantastic. This is fantastic. You know, and, and you, I can see in your eyes and in your, in your face, this is something you, you know, I was about to say, you want to even do more. The more you can do, 
but in that community type thing in the stuff I do, I see it come round and round. You know, people you support people and people they'll find and support you and it's it's kinda weird like that, but do you find that is that being the case as well? Yeah, so we definitely do our charitable works from a place that we want to give back but to be sincere we've had people say hey i don't know if you remembered us but you sponsored my family you know you provided us christmas gifts unfortunately i've just had this incident occur is it something you can help me with or my neighbors had this happen so that's just kind of you know life giving back what you give it it is and, and i can tell just like i do you don't go in with it you don't go into the giving back with that as your intention, but if you're doing things, you know, from a place of integrity and trying to do things, I'm not trying to put words in your mouth. I would assume um, people have you in their mind if they if they need the legal services. Yeah, we've definitely been tremendously blessed where a lot of organizations also who recognize us as someone, I mean, I didn't even mention that, but we do donate to a lot of charities, Well Root here in Tucker. We donated to the gala that they had last year. Um, and a lot of these organizations remember us. So if something comes up and they need legal assistance, we're the ones they call. Well, I am teaching a marketing uh, MBA capstone course right now. And I was telling you before air something, all the stuff you've done with branding is spot on. I mean, through all, you know, and, and your team, you know, like I said, know, with, with, you. with Ashley and the stuff, but it's, it's, it's through all mediums. And, and that's, I think it's a marketing show. People want to say, oh, I'm just going to do this, or I'm just going to do this. And you guys have really done a nice job of branding integrated across channels. Thank you. Thank you. That, and that was deliberate. I thought that consistency was important. Um, so, early when we had 10 clients and we were running it out of my house we had a logo we had you know our message was clear we had a website because i knew that having that branding was going to be important as we grew and you're right ashley we wouldn't be able to you mentioned her our assistant that's here today i wouldn't be able to do anything without her she handles all of our social media and print ads and we do a lot of com community events here in tucker the taste of tucker all of these things and she helps us tremendously with those things you know, it's funny. Um, she does a phenomenal job, and she's she was um, watched her communication style, and it's just top notch, and and gets the, the highest endorsement. But um, you know, one of my high school uh, colleagues, Art Wood, um, has been a guest co-host mm -hmm. with me a few times, and he, you know, he was the Taste of Tucker, you know, founder years ago. So I'm trying to see who who tries to pack more in a day, me or him. <laughs> I'm just playing. But in all seriousness, um, yeah, no, you you guys do it the right way and have, have just grown it out. And um, so let's get into um, you were talking. You said in the community, and there's something you said. Uh, was it with nonprofits? I want to go a little deeper. That you said that. I lost my train of thought, but you were saying you didn't mention it earlier, but you were talking about was it working with some nonprofits or giving back to them? Yeah, that's right. So we do a lot of donations and sponsorships. So I'd mentioned, I don't know if you know about Well Root, they're here locally, but they do a lot for um, children who don't have homes, like foster okay. homes and providing shelters and things like that. They had a really nice gala. We sponsored that. Um, there's also another charity that's actually in my hometown, Southwest Atlanta, and it's called 10,000 Fellowship. He helps the homeless community. We donate to them. I, I don't say this to say, please no, don't no, call no. me with a lot of requests, but we... Uh, but we yeah, <laughs> I know. I know, I know. <laughs> but, but that being said, we really, we are blessed, we are fortunate, um, and we want to spread it around. Well... Again, I mean, I know what you mean. It's, it's hard oftentimes as a business owner when you have your hands and things and so many good causes of what to say yes and no to. I mean, you know, the, 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 like, but, you know, doing and giving back is 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 an awesome thing. And um, so let's see. Let's jump in a little bit of 
the you were talking a little bit about marketing. What have you learned in marketing in the last you know four or five years? Where you mentioned consistency, I think, but you know that, that you might not have ever thought of before. That's a really good question. I'll tell you this: this is actually my third time starting a practice. I'm the first the first time I did it with a law partner, and then she became a judge, and then the second time, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And then the second time, I, it just wasn't right. And I think if I had to pick a difference in my marketing approach, I would say that there was more of a sincerity in who I was. I think the other two times I was imitating mm -hmm. what I thought an attorney law practice should do mm -hmm. in their marketing campaign. And I think this time I'm just being kind of true to me. So that more than anything, the consistency we discussed, but then also being a risk taker. Mm -hmm. So sometimes there are things that, you know, Ashley will come to me and say, I think this is a good idea. And I'll say, I don't know, close my eyes, cross my fingers, but let's do it. Because a lot of these grassroots or like non-traditional approaches can be really, really effective. Sure. So, but you got, you can't be afraid. Like if you're going to do it, you got to do it. I need to have you as a guest speaker on my class that I, I keep teaching these classes back to back and we get to the point where they go, I finally get branding. And I'm like, well, it's taking 10 weeks. <laughs> it's more, it's more than TikTok and Instagram because they all come in, you know, but, um, but yeah, I mean, it is, it, it's, it's tough to, to do, but it is, um, what I heard you say is, you know, being very authentic, you know, uh, you're putting yourself out there, but you're putting you out there who you are as a human being. Yeah, absolutely. That's a perfect way to put it. I'm being my true self. And what I realized is that was super well received versus if you're pretending to be something, they may not know what's wrong, but they can tell that there's something here that isn't right. Well, and you know how it is. Um, you know, I'm in sales for a living and people hear the word sales, you know, and go, oh, you know, I don't want to be sold. I said, I don't sell anything. I mean, I can go back to when Ashley and I spoke earlier. I'm like, if it's a fit, it's a fit. If it's not, it's not. You know, it has to have value. And other people don't sell that way. So same thing with attorneys. You've got attorneys and they're like, oh, wow, here we go. You know, it's, they're, you know, an ambulance chaser, you know, that you get the bad connotations. So I think when they see you, what I see anyway, when I look at the billboard or I look at a magazine or I look at social media is a real person who's living it out with their pros and cons. We are all human beings, but you're being you. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that 100%. And also, I try to give space for my employees to be them, their true selves as well. And that has been so helpful because we have so many varieties of personalities and backgrounds. And that can be really helpful in our representation as well. Because, you know, when you're trying a case, the jury looks like the community. And I feel like when I allow my employees to have a voice and to speak up and, you know, voice their opinions, we are getting a better idea of what the community is saying. That's great. Right. You know, and, and talking about from a leadership perspective, how, how do you, what is your thought process of um, bringing people on board? I mean, what are the things most important to you um, to look for? And I'll tell you, that's been the hardest part <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> of having a practice. What we look for is someone that will do well in our culture. We have one that's definitely team oriented. Um, accepting and welcoming so that above anything else you could be the highest credentialed person in the world but if I think you won't vibe well for lack of a better phrase that that would be an issue for me and a concern but then obviously we need someone who's experienced or 
um, in a position to really put their teeth into a new career and learn the ways of the legal profession. So uh, sometimes my employees didn't come to me necessarily as experienced as we initially um, envisioned when we created the position, but they were so eager and ambitious to learn a new role and we knew they'd be committed to not only the legal profession, but to our clients. It was worth it and that's paid off. So what I hear you saying is you can't teach character. I mean, you can teach competence in a skill. I mean, it'd be great to have both. But if you have to choose, I know for me personally, I want those characteristics and I can help teach you the other things. Oh, 100%. If you've got the right character, then we can teach you this. And we have a full training program, LL University. We, we do the whole gambit. That's not an issue. But it's who are you and who will you be to our clients? And if we think that you'll take care of them the way that is important to us, then welcome to the family. And it seems like it's a very family feel, family culture. Is oh, that yeah. is that kind of how you would describe it? Definitely. You see Ashley nodding her head. Yeah, <laughs> Ashley, absolutely. Ashley's smiling over there. Sweet. Um, well, you know, I called one night and it was, um, I don't know, it, it might have been you and I had been emailing and there might have been five forty-five, six o'clock or whatever, but whoever answered the phone, I mean, they're going to the 11th mile. Like, well, I can do this. I can try to text you. I can, like, no, it's, it's okay. <laughs> I said, I just was asking because there was one question I thought of, but it was just at that time of night, first of all, getting someone to answer the phone. Secondly, um, for someone to ask for that many options and be that professional. Again, these are things I've seen personally. So that gets my highest endorsement. Oh, thank you so much. And the same way that you receive that service and that care is the same care that any client that calls us and inquires about our services or, you know, hopefully hires us, they get that same care. Well, you know, and, and I think, you know, Nina, it's not rocket science, but unfortunately in today's world, there's so many people that don't put a value on that uh, or importance on that customer service. It's like, you know, you're doing them a favor to answer the phone or, you know, you know to respond. And, and you guys... I want our listeners to hear, you know, you got to figure out what's a fit and what can be done in this, but it's, um, you got all hands on deck in terms of you and your team um, making them feel appreciated, welcome in, into your family, you know, uh, culture, but with all the skills to go out and execute whatever needs to be done. And that's the case. You're not like, hey, we're just going to sing Kumbaya, <laughs> but, <laughs> but to, get to, to go out and say, we can take care of you, but, you know, here's here's what we recommend. If You know, is, is that correct? Oh, yeah. We're definitely completely professionals, and we are well experienced. I've been practicing in personal injury law my entire career. I'm, co I'm coming on 12 years now. I've got three attorneys that are equally experienced, ambitious, and hardworking. So, I mean, we're competent. Um, and I and that's a good point. We're tender with the clients. Right. I'm tender with my employees. But when it comes to the insurance carriers and defense counsel, oh, yeah. we're assertive. You have to be, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, Absolutely. This is no other. Well, it's um, now, so what have you enjoyed most or what have you learned most my dissertations in this about successful small businesses starting up into a pandemic. Um, the five-year point is critical, by the way. So you're 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 on your way. Fifty percent, but you're going to be there. I can tell you, with everything I've learned, you you, you get an A plus today for your uh, transparency and answers because you've hit every checkbox. Okay, but, I'm gonna put you down as uh, a reference. You can put me down okay. as a reference. I mean, <laughs> literally, I'm going to have the first small business success or failure up and through a pandemic, how they started, how they succeeded. So. Um, you, I, I feel that with the time I put in, and you get it because you went to law school and had to pass the bar. I feel like I know a little something now. <laughs> but no, y'all are doing all the right things. But um, so, so what is the, um, what are some lessons you've thought of and learned, you know, in starting a business? And you know, everybody just thinks you just can 
go play golf every day or do whatever you want. And, you know, what do you say to those people out there? Like, well, it's easy for you. You and your own business. You can do whatever you want. And, uh, you know, that's a, probably a common misconception, right? I'll be sincere with you. I also had that misconception. Like, when I went out on my own, I was like, well, now I have more time for myself. <laughs> No, it just means none of your time is your, your own anymore. Really? That's <laughs> another check mark. So, so it's funny that we're having this conversation because I think one of the lessons I've learned more than anything is you have to have some type of balance. And I think while I'm happy with where we are and I look forward to going forward, don't know that I always had that. I think I was kind of going, you know, burning on both ends here. And so having some carving in some time of the day that's just for you whether it's a run or journaling or whatever it may be you just that's essential and really really kind of blocking that time out definitely and treating it like any other calendar on your or any other appointment on your calendar is just as important so that's what I would do like I I'd say okay I'm gonna grab dinner with a, a friend but if anything came up related to the practice I'd immediately cancel it for the practice but looking back on it that meeting with my friend was just as important as like some of the other things as far as my own own, you know, self-care and, and balance. It is um, 100%. I'm, I'm shaking my head as I'm listening to you. To this day, I, I struggle with that because it'll be something and I'm like, I, I've got to work to 10 o'clock tonight and I'll cut something like that out. And it's not really the right thing to do. I'm telling myself that. So when I re-listen to our show, but, but you know, it's, it's difficult because, you know, you, you have this business that really is 24-7. Oh yeah, definitely. Right? I mean, you, you don't you don't just go off call. No, no, and you can take as many vacations, <laughs> right. and you can do whatever you want. But you're you still on call. got a cell phone, you still got a laptop, and if someone emails you and it's an emergency, you're going to handle it. If a client calls me, I'm going to take it. That's just that's just the nature of entrepreneurship. It, it is, um, you know, if, if your building has a water leak going all through it, and you're just like, you know, I'm on vacation, so I'll look at it when I get back. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> you, you, you've got, and that's what I don't think people understand. They're like, yeah, risk and reward, but it's um. It's a lot to have a small to have a small, and a small business is deemed under five hundred people. It's a lot uh, to, to do that and and you know take the risk and be there and build the team and have time for yourself. I hear what you're saying. It's um, easy to work a lot of hours. And oh yeah, <laughs> and there's so many different hats you have to wear, especially in the beginning. Because there's what I what, what got by me is sure I've been practicing law for a long time, but I've never been a business owner. So you know you have to do the admin, the finances, the marketing. The there's so many different facets to the business that have absolutely nothing to do with practicing right. law. And they don't teach you that in law school, just no. like in you know, I, I know a lot of MDs and told you my daughter wants to do that, but she's learning business by working kind of as an office manager and stuff. She, but she goes, I didn't go to school for this. So you come out with a, a medical degree or a law degree, you didn't have like, here's how to run a business in the finances. That's no, the, you no, didn't have any of that. Not at all. Here's the budget. Here's how you, you know, do this. Do you need to get some sort of funding? This is how you do this. None exactly. of that. That's all kind of by the seat of your pants. Mm -hmm. The real world experience. Yeah. Yep. That's another theme. You checked another box. <laughs> I've been working <laughs> on my themes and sub themes. So you're getting it. All right. So we've got um, a few minutes left. Um, so tell us, uh, all right, so what's a fun, a fun fact about Anita? We've talked about work and school and giving back, well, but, you know, you've got a couple of them. Would you tell me Harry Potter? Is that one of them? Yeah, that's a little embarrassing. That's okay. We like <laughs> Harry. I love Harry Potter. I'm, I'm a huge fan. I've read the books more times than I like to admit. I've seen all the movies. I'm a fan of the Fantastic Beast movies now. It's just my thing. Most of the people in my life, if they don't know what to give me, they give me some sort of Harry Potter memorabilia. Right. And I am ecstatic. Yeah, there you go. I mean, yeah. that's 
great. And you, what were you all saying? I actually said it before when you're uh, board games. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm a huge board game person. I like sort of the unique, different types of board games. So getting outside of them. Mon- I love Monopoly, but getting outside of those. And they've got some real cool varieties. There's one that uh, my husband and I are playing now. It's a Sherlock Holmes uh, oh, yeah? board game. And it's pretty cool. They give you a um, mystery, and you have to work okay. together. It's like a collaborative game to solve it. So well, it makes your brain think in different ways. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And it also gives you kind of a reprieve from you know practicing law and all Or that. looking at your phone or getting there text or an email. No, I, I, I totally get it. And it's a constant battle. My wife was like, like just watch Rafael Nadal play tennis. Just watch the brace. Put your <laughs> stuff down. You've been working seven days a week. Yeah. And I'm like, I know, I know. And then I'm, what am I what, looking at the next beep or something goes off? But uh, it yeah. really requires as we come in. When you say to business owners starting out, you know, really stick into that. Give yourself a mental break at some point. Yeah. Or yeah. physical break, whatever you need in your life, be well rounded. Right. No, and I'm saying it as someone who didn't do that, but. Definitely. If I could go back and do it again, I, I mean, I was, I don't even want to admit to the hours I was <laughs> yeah, working, I, <laughs> probably similar to the hours uh, you yeah, do. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, if I had to do it over again, and, and it doesn't take as much as you would think, but for some reason I felt like, well, I can't go to the gym because I have to respond to this email. I could have gone for 30 sure, minutes. You know? Sure. Yeah. It is a, it is tough, especially with people driven to do whatever. And, um, you know, I'm not going to, I'm trying and then trying to get one big thing off my plate that I told you guys before air, but and then I told my friends, and then I'm going to, and they're like, yeah, right. <laughs> they're like, we, we, we've known you a long time. So, all right. So before we uh, go too far, what are the best ways people are listening? They need an attorney. They want legal advice. They say, I, that's who I want to talk to. How can they get in touch with you? Please call me. My phone number is 678-819-5200. Visit our website. We're atlantalegalcare.com. You can send us a text message to that number. You can email us at info at atlantalegalcare.com. You can follow us on Instagram, Atlanta Legal Care, Twitter, ATL Legal Care. Just, just whatever you send a pigeon, whatever you need to do, just get to us and we'll get right back to you promptly and quickly. And a lot of times I like to tell people they don't know if they have a case or not. It costs you absolutely nothing to give us a call and talk through it with us. And we'll be sincere with you if we think you need representation and what we think we can do for you. That's fantastic. And you guys, uh, you, you got them all. And then Facebook, y'all are, what are you under Lamar law office? That's right. Follow us on Facebook, Lamar law office. And you can also send us messages through that as well. Awesome. Well, and I can, as I said, you actually do respond. You guys respond and respond promptly and thoroughly. So I will go as a person, another to say on record, I've seen that. So that's um, very good. Any final things you'd like to say to our audience before I close this out of, uh, you know, if they want to reach out to you or any, anything else of people, you see common misconceptions of like, well, I probably shouldn't call an attorney or I should or what, anything you might want to throw out that you've seen over your years. Yeah. Um, first things first, uh, sometimes people don't quite understand what personal injury law um, includes. That's car accidents, slip and falls at commercial establishments, dog bite cases. We also unfortunately handle sexual assault cases. Really anything where you or a family member have suffered an injury and you do not believe that um, you are responsible for it. Um, And I know that sometimes it is difficult to cope with the idea of bringing a lawsuit or bringing a claim against someone else, but you just need to consider what all you have lost and if that's something you're prepared to live with the rest of your life. There are time limitations to almost every claim or every action you bring, so it's important that you call us promptly and, you know, not later. I love that. Great, great, Great advice. 
Well, um, Anita, and uh, give a shout out over there to Ashley. I appreciate y'all coming. And it's her birthday. It's her Happy birthday. birthday. Happy birthday. <laughs> All right. She, she, you know, we won't serenade you because no one needs to hear that. I've been told <laughs> by my wife and kids. But, um, Anita, I'm going to close this out, but I really appreciate you coming on the show. Thank you so much for having me. It was so much fun. Absolutely. Well, folks, thanks for tuning in to another Marketing Matters on the End Results Radio Network inside the Perimeter Roofing Studio from the Country in the Suites in beautiful Stone Mountain. You can always go to endresultswithz.com, hit current shows to get any of our shows on the on the channel or anywhere you get your podcast, Spotify, iHeart, etc. We you will find this show and many more. So for my great guest, Anita Lamar, this is Ryan Sowers for Marketing Matters signing off. And folks, until next time, make your marketing matter. This has been Marketing Matters with Ryan Sowers. For even more advice, visit ryansowers.com. That's R-Y-A-N-S-A-U-E-R-S dot com.